At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Fox Football Saturday. Breaks another oh. tackle at the 10. He's in. Touchdown. You're listening to Fox Football Saturday. And this is the first half of the best football coverage on the radio. Let's go. Let's go. Let's bring us home. Your football teams are repped here. Fox Football Saturday is now. Live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, here's Jonas Knox. Thank you. It is Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. That was smooth. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across this country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way Tire 
player buying should be. So the big game that is currently going on in the world of college football, as you heard Brian Finley talk about at the top of the hour, and we will keep you updated on this throughout, is on Fox at the Horseshoe in Columbus, where unbeaten Ohio State's got a 20-17 to lead over Michigan. This is number two, hosting number three. And let's call it what it is. If Michigan wins this game and then wins the Big Ten championship game, no offense to anybody on the other side of that conference, which they're probably going to easily, then Michigan's going to the college football playoff. If if Ohio State loses this game, there's still the possibility that Ohio State could get in. Now, Ohio State would need a lot of help in a bunch of different directions, but I still think that people value the non-conference, them opening up against Notre Dame, et cetera, et cetera, more so than Michigan. So if Michigan wins, they're in. If they lose, they got no shot. But there still is hope for Ohio State. What's also evident is that Ohio State had probably been hearing from their coaching staff the entire offseason about how how many yards they gave up on the ground last year in Ann Arbor. And it was close to 300. And so they made it a point. We are going to stop Michigan from running the football. And they have done so because Michigan's got 11 carries and 10 yards in the first half of this game. Blake Corm is basically a shell of himself. He's out there. He's carried the ball a couple of times. He's got a knee brace on. He's out there in spirit. He's not the player that they need him to be, but J.J. McCarthy is throwing the ball well. Michigan's got a couple of long touchdown passes. They are more competitive in this game through the air than I think anybody thought. They looked at them as one-dimensional, but here we are, the Michigan Wolverines, only down three at the half. We will keep you updated on this game throughout the course of the show now with that being said did you notice something that the nfl did right if 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 you've been paying close enough attention and looking ahead you notice something that the nfl did and you notice something that nbc and sunday night football did so when the flex scheduling came out it was to give nbc the ability to take the best game in the late afternoon window and move it to prime time later in the year. Because look, sometimes you think a couple of teams are going to be much better than they actually are. And next thing you know, you're looking at a prime time game and it's like Carolina and Denver. And you're thinking to yourself, Christ, uh, well, we assume that these teams are going to be better at this point. Let's go ahead and move them somewhere else and let's pull a couple of better matchups or a couple of better teams, rather, into the prime time and let's get an actually decent football game to finish up our football Sunday. Now, that's normally how it's done. And so I saw this pop up over the last few days, and this might have skipped by everybody. This might have just passed through everybody because they're so focused on the holiday and they're so focused on this weekend and they just want to get through Black Friday and they're scouring their credit card receipts to make sure their wife hasn't blown through all of their credit cards and their savings and all that for Black Friday shopping. And and so people are probably just busy and not paying close enough attention. But I spotted this. So the NFL and Sunday Night Football and NBC, they let a deadline pass. There was a deadline to flex the Sunday night game next week. And they let it pass. And you're thinking to yourself, why would you let it pass? I mean, in the late afternoon window next week, we've got Dolphins 49ers. 
We've got Chiefs Bengals rematch of the AFC title game. I mean, Miami, San Francisco, there's storylines galore in that game. Mike McDaniel going to Miami, Kyle Shanahan, the, the close relationships everybody has there, the friendships they've got. You're looking at those two matchups going, you've got storylines with Miami and San Francisco and their good football teams, and you've got storylines with Kansas City and Cincinnati, both good football teams. They were in the AFC title game last year. Why would you not want either one of those games in Sunday Night Football? Oh. Because you've got Cowboys Colts. Now you're thinking, yeah, Indianapolis isn't very good. I mean, Jeff Saturday's there and Jim Mercy's a, a wild child, but who the hell knows what, what, what Indianapolis is going to roll out? Matt Ryan's a shell of himself. So what are we talking about here? No, 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 no. But you got the Dallas Cowboys. You got Jerry Jones's brainchild. When Jerry Jones bought this team and realized, I'm going to make him a brand. And that's exactly what he's done. Need further proof? What were you doing on Thanksgiving? In fact, don't even answer that question. I'll answer it for you. You were watching Cowboys Giants on Thanksgiving. You want to know how I know that? Because over 40 million people watched Cowboys Giants on Thanksgiving on Fox. It's the most watched regular season NFL game on any network. It topped Giants 49ers, which was a Monday night game in 1990. That's how many people watched that game. Now, you can also attribute it to New York, and the Giants are a much better team than anybody thought, and it's a big market, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, you could also speak honestly and say, at that time of the day, I'm tired of my family. Okay, I've had enough. That time of the day, I'm tired of my family. I just want some alone time. I want to watch some football. I want to drink a few beers. I want to pretend like I'm full, and I'm going to go into the other room and pretend like I'm taking a nap. Meanwhile, I've got a flask in the side pocket, Okay, I got a I got a 22 ounce beer, one of those bombers. You know, there's a, there's a difference. You got your regular 12, you got your 16, and then you get to the bomber route, the 22, and then you've got your tall boy, which is the 24, and then when you get to the 40 ounce level, then you probably got problems. It means you're probably short on cash, and also you've just given up all hope. Not not shaming. Nothing wrong with a 40 ounce. But you got to rifle through those for them to stay cold by the time you get to the bottom. So you got people that are tuning into these teams watching football on Thanksgiving like we've never seen before. Now, big picture, it's the NFL. That's how popular the sport is. It's why when people try and work in NBA storylines and crap, it's like, dude, you guys, you guys think people care about the NBA way more than they actually do. And I love the NBA too, but that's just a reality. So big picture, this is the NFL. Smaller picture, but still on a bigger scale, the Dallas Cowboys. This is why Jerry Jones floats out headlines and floats out storylines during the season. Why do we care about Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the Dallas Cowboys? We don't even know if he's going to be 100% at all this year or ever again. He's a great player. I love Odell Beckham Jr. But let's be honest. It's not like Dallas needs him. 
They've got talent at wide receiver. You see C.D. Lamb? Now, for some reason, that wasn't a touchdown, but who knows? Dallas is fine. But Jerry Jones, knowing Odell Beckham Jr. and the brand power and all this stuff, yeah, I'll float it out there. Mike McCarthy's got to answer questions about his job security as he's coming into the season. And then Jerry Jones is looking around going, yeah, I'm not sure why that's a conversation. You made it a conversation, dude. Jerry Jones has mastered the ability to sell you on a franchise that hasn't won anything of substance since the mid-90s. I've said this before on the show. The Dallas Cowboys have been to fewer conference championship games in the last 20-plus years than the Jets and Jaguars. And 40-something million people tuned in to watch that team play. It's the power of the NFL, it's the power of the Cowboys, and it's the brainchild of Jerry Jones. We keep thinking, why are the Cowboys still being talked about? Why do shows talk about the Cowboys even when they're bad? They can suck, and it's still a storyline, and that proved out on Thanksgiving. Or, like I said, maybe you were just sick of your family. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we're going to have the usuals coming up later on. We're going to have another edition of Do You Care? We've got the scraps. we got some Knox Locks back-to-back winning weeks in Knox Locks. We've got week 12 coming up here that we'll have for you uh, later on in the show as well. All right, but coming up next, though, there is somebody who made a decision in the world of football, and when they made this decision, I'm hoping they asked one question. I'll tell you what that question is right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare jonas Knox, fox sports radio coming to you live from the tyrack.com studios what happened to the christmas music by the way Sam, isn't there an edict handed out eh. that we got to do Christmas music? No, nah, it doesn't start till Monday. Oh, come on. Hey, it will be fine. I think we can do for a few less days of Christmas hey, music. Hey, by the way, can I make a request? Can I get like the Maybe. classic Christmas music, no. like the traditional stuff? No. None of the crap that people try and force. It's like Slayer's got to have a, a, a oh, Christmas song. I'm doing all I'm metal Christmas music. It's going to oh, be all God. metal versions. Oh, yeah. God. It's the only way we like, keep it interesting around it's here. It's so lame. 
It's so lame. No, it's not. You know what's lame is playing the ones we hear all the time for years and years. Yeah, they, they, those are the classics. I'll there's play those, those like are, the week of. There's a reason those have been around for a long time. They Instead, make you, you gotta, feel warm. You, you got to roll out like some <laughs> crummy metal band like In Flames playing uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> Hell yeah. God. Come on now. Brutal. No, we're going um, to rock right. out. So uh, coming up in, we'll call it about, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now. We're going to hand out our award. Listen, a lot of people think we're too negative on this show. That's not true. We hand out awards. We give out the good stuff here, a little stocking stuffer, if you will. Uh, that'll be coming up a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, and it does involve two NFL teams, two NFL teams that met in a Super Bowl not that long ago. So we'll get into that for you here uh, again about 10 minutes from now. By the way, football fans, be sure to tune into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. Tune in Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time and Sunday. Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m., 7 o'clock Pacific, as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. So uh, Michigan still trailing Ohio State, but has the football early on in the second half, 20-17 to 17 Buckeyes lead. Uh, and elsewhere, the, uh, the Palmetto Bowl between Clemson and South Carolina. Clemson's got a 23-21 lead over South Carolina. That, too, in the second half. So we'll keep you updated on that as well um matt rule is now employed matt rule is taking the nebraska job now this was something that was thrown out there that this was one of the top jobs available and when matt rule was done in carolina he was probably going to get another opportunity at one of these top jobs that were available so good for matt rule the situation in carolina was what it was they never got the quarterback figured out ask nick saban Yes, Nick Saban, why did you leave the NFL and take the Alabama job? They never got the quarterback figured out. Drew Brees was there. They chose Dante Culpepper. Nick Saban wasn't a bad NFL head coach. A lot of people think he was. He was not. You can go back and look at it, and, and Nick Saban did have some success there, and, and Miami was a competitive team. But the Alabama job opened up. He took the Alabama job. He became the greatest coach in the history of college football. No offense to anybody out there who thinks otherwise. It's a fact. And so Matt Rule, they never got the quarterback figured out in Carolina. Of course, they probably will now because they're going to be picking high enough in the draft and there's some studs in this quarterback draft class. And so Matt Rule is on his way to Nebraska and he agrees to reportedly an eight-year deal. And you're thinking to yourself, man, that's, that's a long contract for Matt Rule. Like Matt Rule just left a seven-year deal with the Carolina Panthers, didn't work out. Now he's getting an eight-year deal from Nebraska. My God. And if I were Matt Rule, I don't care what they would have offered me. I would have had one question. One question for the Nebraska Cornhuskers and for the people up top making decisions in Nebraska. I'd say, if I go 9-4 and four or 9-3, and three, if I have a 9-win season, would you consider that successful? Like, if, if I have a nine-win season, am I going to lose my job? Like, if I have, I don't know, like, if I'm 40 games over 500 during my tenure, am I going to get fired? And Nebraska would look at him and say, well, no, you're not going to get 40 games over 500. Why would we fire you? Matt Rule should say, oh, because that's what happened to Bo Pelini. So I was just wondering. 
Because when Bo Pelini was here, it wasn't good enough. I mean, Bo Pelini had winning season after winning season after winning season. Not, not good enough. You got to go, buddy. I mean, this is like, we're not revisionist history here. Bo Pelini, nine and four, 10 and four, 10 and four, nine wins, 10 wins, nine wins, nine wins. Not good enough. You got to go. Okay. <laughs> Winning record in bowls, but okay. He's got to go. And ever since then, Nebraska's been looking around going, why can't we get any consistency from our head coaches? Why can't we have sustained success? You brought in Mike Riley, didn't work. You went back to the good old days you brought in Scott Frost. Not only did that not work, you pretty much ruined that relationship for the rest of time. It's over. So if I'm Matt Rule, I'm taking the job, but I need to have some reassurances here. If I go 9-3, and three, if, if I win nine games, am I safe? Because that's what Bo Pelini was doing every single year, if not better, and he wasn't safe. Like, that would be the question that I would have. Because the way that it went after he left, not ideal. And you can say, well, they're in the Big Ten now. It's a different conference. Things are different. Things have changed. Okay, well, call whatever you want to call it. But you made a decision to move on from a guy that had success for a a sustained period of time. And you went in two other directions, and it didn't work. So that might tell you, we got we to gotta trust this thing and we got to let it build. Now, what happened with Scott Frost is terrible. And you could say, well, you got to buy out and Scott Frost made a bunch of money and he didn't produce, et cetera, et cetera. I'm talking about from the relationship standpoint. And this has happened in a couple of spots this year in college football. Paul Chris was the other one. Like Scott Frost is a Nebraska Cornhusker. He's Nebraska. Dude played there. He was a star. Like he like he's that's Nebraska. You brought him in. He recognized before anybody else that the program wasn't where it needed to be. Like I remember Scott Frost admitting when Nebraska was ranked a couple of years ago, they were all of a sudden it was week 2 of the season and Nebraska was in the top 25. And it really had no business being in the top 25. And somebody asked Scott Frost, they said, hey, you're ranked now. You got you to feel good about that. You're ranked now. And Scott Frost kind of calmed everybody down and said, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not there yet. We got some work to do. He knew where the program was before anybody else did. Ultimately, though, he had to be the fall guy. And when you saw the way things shaped up in the game in Ireland against Northwestern earlier this year to open up the season, you knew it was the beginning of the end. It was really the beginning of the end when he had to fire a bunch of assistants last year or during the offseason, but it was the beginning of the end. So I see that stuff shake. It's like Paul Chris. Paul Chris had a successful run at Wisconsin. Not only did he play quarterback at Wisconsin, the guy grew up right around the corner from the stadium. He's a badger through and through. And all that is over. Done. So when I see sort of how these firings go and, and, and who gets hired and what directions these programs go, I think, do you realize what you have when you have it, A, 
And B, do you realize what sort of damage you're doing to those relationships when you walk away from somebody? Now, Matt Rule doesn't have any ties personally or, or to, to the extent that Scott Frost does to Nebraska. But Matt Rule taking this job, he probably needed some reassurances. You had a guy who was successful here. I, my resume speaks for itself. I can turn around programs. I've done it in college football. Carolina couldn't get the quarterback figured out. Owner got impa- owner got impatient. Had an opportunity to land Deshaun Watson. Didn't want to guarantee the last two years of his contract, so we went in another direction. But it was stopgap quarterback after stopgap quarterback. It didn't work. Now he goes to Nebraska. I just hope they give him some time to work. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next, we are going to hand out some awards here. Actually, one award. We're not handing out multiples. Not doing it. We're handing out one award. You get one award, don't get greedy, and it involves two teams who appeared in a Super Bowl not that long ago. We'll have that for you here, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise <laughs> for the great Brian Finley. Jonas, thank you so I much. I want some dollar dollar bills. That is absolutely yeah. right, and what a clown who said those words. DJ Innocent Convict. DJ Innocent Convict. It's it's the truth. That was my college radio Never name. heard of him. Yeah, exactly. And I, I wish I forgot about him, too. Hey, anyway, what's happening right now on Fox Television is, as Jonas mentioned, it's number three Michigan going uh, up against number two Ohio State, and the Wolverines have taken a lead here a few minutes into the third quarter, thanks to J.J. McCarthy these third touchdown pass each one of those touchdown passes going for 45 yards or more so with lead changes galore here as of now at the horseshoe the wolverines are ahead meanwhile another rivalry game is happening involving number one georgia and georgia tech stetson bennett has only thrown the quarterback for the bulldogs for about 56 yards he does have two touchdowns including one here in the third quarter from one yard out on fourth and goal of course the one yard line the receiving end of it was brock bowers it is 20-7 Georgia over Georgia Tech. 5.30 left in the third quarter. Now, this is a game also in South Carolina that has a, a lot of ties to Jonas, who spent time in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're watching this one. And South Carolina is making it respectable. Jaheim Bell's in the backfield. They'll run it with him straight up the middle and into the end zone. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Jaheim Bell from two yards out. South Carolina Radio Network, the 7-4 Gamecocks are down 9 against the number 8 Clemson Tigers, 30-21, 4-35 left in the third quarter. Spencer Rattler, two interceptions. Meanwhile, as Jonas mentioned, there's been some news around head coaching positions in, in college, and one of significance, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin confirming to ESPN that he signed an extension with the Rebels that bumps his annual pay to $9 million among the top five in the SEC now. Auburn is still looking for who's going to be their next head coach. They're on the market for one, and reports are again tying that to Hugh Freeze, who is now the, of course, head football coach at Liberty. And right now, Jonas, seemingly he is mentally checked out of this game because Liberty is getting lambasted by New Mexico State 42-7 to at home. So, By the way, uh, remember when Hugh, Hugh Freeze was at... Um why am I blind? Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. And uh, I remember he had like that, just that recruiting class, and he found out afterwards, like, hey, yeah. okay, well, Laquan Treadwell, and uh, you had uh, Robert Kandiche. I just, 
that's I remember that story where Kim DJ fell out of a window. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like yes. he had he had smoked so much weed. Like he he was on uh, he had so many left-handed cigarettes that night that he fell out of a window yes. like 10 feet up. And everyone's like how does that happen? I'm like, what do you mean? How's that happen? Like he's he, he smoking weed from outer space. What do you mean? How's that happen? Come on, man. Next thing you know, the guy thinks he's Martin Sheen off The Departed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then let's not forget Laramie Tunsil as well was part of one of Hugh Freeze's recruiting classes, and obviously the the gas mask, which yeah. Iowa Sam knows a lot about from Why his don't college you just give days. Me a bottle of scotch and a handgun <laughs> to blow my head off. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know how that got in there. Yeah, yeah, Sorry yeah. No. Hey, I'll leave you with this, Jonas, because it's uh, it's not about me here. Uh, Mexico and Argentina, nil-nil in World Cup action into the 34th minute a game that can be seen on FS1. I know you're watching this one, Jonas, but oh, Tunisia yeah. lost to Australia. One to nothing after a first-half goal. Saudi Arabia scoreless. They don't get it done against Poland, who wins 2-0. And France upstages Denmark. 2-1 in World Cup play. Now back to a man who is... You just view him as like, anytime he's on the airwaves, he's like, the World Cup happening. It's Jonas yeah. Knox. I mean, this is this is me, man. You know, I'm like I'm like everybody else. You know what's, you know what's so... God, I don't even want to say... <laughs> Screw it, I'm saying it. You know what's so funny is I've noticed this with politics, soccer, and golf. Every time there's a big event going on, like the election or the Masters or the World Cup, all of a sudden, everybody out of the woodwork is an expert. And everybody knows everything. And hey, we, I know this, and, and this is the lineup they should use. And it, Dude, shut up. Like, no, you don't. You haven't been talking about it at all. Stop pretending. It's okay. I love the World Cup. I love these big tournaments in soccer. They're fun. You don't you don't see me bloviating on social media talking about I I am uh, disgusted that that was uh, not ruled a hand pass or whatever they What are we talking about here? Just enjoy it. It's a fun event. You got people uh, with vuvuzelas the size of canoes. Sneaking booze into the stadium because they're not allowed to drink. It's fun. I'm telling you, I love the World Cup. The World Cup's fun. I'm not going to pretend like I'm the expert and I know it all of a sudden. Like, we, we need to do this. We need to do that. Hey, if we can just beat Iran, we get to... No, who is we? I get it. You're American. You're not playing. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right. Just relax, everybody. Jerk ass! By the way, you can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So we're going to hand out an award here coming up in a moment, but we got a tailgate first if we're going to hand out an award. And this Fox Sports Radio tailgate is presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. All right. It's time to hand out an award here. This is important stuff. So let's go ahead. Let's get the pageantry started. It's time for the thank God for gambling game of the week in the NFL. Because if it was not for gambling, you wouldn't give a rip about it. (laughs) 
Broncos and Panthers. Yeah, congratulations to the Broncos and the Panthers. Listen, it was like five, six years ago these two teams played in the Super Bowl. And look how far we've come. For the Carolina Panthers, you didn't actually win that Super Bowl, so you got no trophy or award. But guess what? You are the recipient of the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week in the NFL in Week 12 of the 2022 season. Bravo to everybody involved. I mean, this is some. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox, by the way. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're going to have fantasy football implications. You're going to be uh, betting a little bit on this game. But again, let's be honest here. If not for the wagering, you wouldn't be giving a rip about it. And you know what's so amazing about this, too? If we're going to be truthful, this is the last opportunity for a win for the Denver Broncos this season. I mean, think about it. So they're at Carolina. They're a slight favorite in this game. And then to finish up the season, they're going to be at the Ravens. They've got the Chiefs and the Cardinals. They're going to be at the Rams. They're going to be at the Chiefs again. And then they've got the Chargers to finish up the season. So let's just call it what it is. The Denver Broncos are staring a 4-13 season square in the eyes. Russell Wilson has 12 bathrooms in his house and three wins on the season. So the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers, congratulations once again. You are the Week 12 recipient of the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week. Your former coach is now a college coach. And for the Denver Broncos, your quarterback is a shell of himself. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, though, it is time for some positivity on this show. It's time for another edition of Do You Care? And it's yours right here on FSR. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live here from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up top of next hour, we'll call it uh, we'll call it about 15 minutes from now. We're going to have the Week 12 edition of Knox Locks. Back-to-back winning weeks. Looking to break 500 for the first time in a long time. Really, I do, one of the games that I had last week, I, I totally misjudged. Absolutely misjudged. And um, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but we'll have that. Uh, we'll get into that for you a little bit here. Very frustrating. Uh, again, about 15 minutes from now on FSR. If you were wondering the update on the game of the day in the world of college football, well, it's rivalry weekend. So there's a lot of games of the day, I guess. But it is the Michigan Wolverines with a 24-20 lead over Ohio State. As Brian Finley mentioned earlier, look, Michigan can't run the football. They've got 35 yards on the ground. That was really the key to their success last year. That and Aiden Hutchinson got after C.J. Stroud. But Michigan ran for almost 300 yards last year. They've got 35 yards on the ground, but it's J.J. McCarthy through the air, and they're picking apart that secondary. They've got three touchdowns over 45 yards. So this was not what anybody expected, that J.J. McCarthy was going to outduel C.J. Stroud. Nobody saw this. Blake Corum is a non-factor in this game. He's suited up. He's got a knee brace on, but you got the feeling he was sort of out there in spirit to kind of give Ohio State maybe something more to look at. But he hasn't touched the ball since very early in this game. So it is Michigan with a 24-20 lead at the horseshoe. Six minutes to go in the third quarter on Fox. We will keep you updated on that throughout the course of the show. But right now, it is time for something we do on the show every single week. And it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer making his debut here on the show. It's Ethan Miller. Ethan, what's happening, man? Stoked to be here with you. Stoked to be here. I hear you're a legend here, so it's great to Not be here. Not true. Yeah, all that's yeah. all that's a lie. That's people. Uh, listen, we have uh, a you lot of really great news. liars uh, here at Fox Sports Radio behind the scenes, and they are all lying. I'm a pain in the ass. Ask Sam. I'm a borderline tyrant here. Sam, that's the know? truth. Yeah, and that's we'll, the truth. You know, everybody says great things about you. But anyways, okay. I'll just keep it rolling. Here we go. You ready? Let's do it. All right. The National Dog Show Championship was won by L.A. Chargers DN Bulldog Morgan Fox. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. Listen, I don't understand. I, I really don't understand these dog show uh, competitions. I had a dog. His name was Hog. He was a bull mastiff. He was 180 pounds. You want to know why I didn't enter him into any dog shows? Because he couldn't stop drooling on people. He slobbered everywhere. He smelled half the time. If anybody got near me in a threatening manner, he would jump all over him. I had a buddy who was terrified of dogs, absolutely terrified of dogs, because he broke up a dog fight when he was younger, and they turned on him. And uh, he was kind of, we were messing around a little bit, and he kind of pushed me. And my dog freaked out and jumped all over him, grabbed him by the hips and brought him to the ground like he was in some judo tournament. So that's the dog I care about. All these other dogs winning awards and and being spoiled so their owners can kind of show off their goods like there's some sort of prize. Not interested. Next. All right. So Deion Sanders was offered the University of Colorado coaching job. Do you care? Okay, I actually do about this. Yeah, because there's a lot of doubters. On Deion Sanders, 
And the one thing that I would say is, it's not always about X's and O's. Ask Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron was never known to be an X's and O's guy, but he was always known to be a rock star recruiter. And so when he was at LSU, he put together a recruiting class that was one of the best teams, whether it was Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson, like all those guys. You go back to that LSU team from a couple of years ago that Ed Orgeron won a title with. All of those guys were recruited there because of Ed Orgeron's ability to get guys to want to play for him and go to that school. If Deion Sanders can continue to recruit and build and, and add on to those relationships that he's put together, whether it's with his camps, whether it's at Jackson State, whatever, if he can continue to do that at Colorado, all of a sudden that's a really appetizing spot for somebody to want to go to and want to play for. I just think he's going to have more offers out there, and now he's got to decide. Next! All right, in honor of Sam, I'll do it quick. Nebraska beat Iowa 24-17 yesterday. Do you care? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think yeah. this, is, this is important for college football. It's important. Because I think what we've clearly identified is that Iowa. there's one team in Iowa that matters, and it's the Iowa Cubs. All right, that, And that is the only team that matters. The Iowa Hawkeyes are, are, are borderline irrelevant at this point. Uh, Iowa State, who the hell knows? Although I do prefer Iowa State to Iowa. That's just a personal preference here. It has nothing to do with anybody here on the show. Uh, but yeah, this is important. Oh, Anytime, you. and I do want to congratulate, Iowa did score 17 points. So that that also is important in this Iowa. matchup. Next. Iowa. All right, LeBron James returned to the Lakers last night, and they actually won. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. I don't care! I'm, t- I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people trying to sell you on hope when it comes to the Lakers. They're not good, and they're not going to be good. And that's just a fact. At this point, it's all about chasing records for LeBron, and he wants to play with his son. And that's fine. He's got the titles. But Laker fans and these ball washers that stroll around Southern California, like anybody it gives a rip on a national scale about the Lakers like the way they think they do, it's nauseating. Next! Okay, this is good. Back to the World Cup. The Saudis beat Argentina 2-1 to one this week in the World Cup, and they all got Rolls Royces for doing it. Do you care? Yes. Hey, look, I love it here. I'm in a World Cup pool. I got screwed. My picks are Ghana, Poland, <laughs> Portugal, which isn't bad, and I got Saudi Arabia. I thought it was dead in the water. And then all of a sudden, they pull off this upset. It got me some points I didn't actually expect to get. So, yeah, I was all about this. And they're getting Rolls Royces. And I think they're like 500 grand, aren't they? These are like expensive cars. I don't know. My car is like almost 20 years old. So what the hell do I know? Next. All right. Kevin Durant said it would be cool to see LeBron make history beating Kareem in the most points of all time in the NBA. Do you care? No, I don't care about this. Listen, like I said, chase chase the record. All right, we get to watch him uh, break the record. Who knows? Maybe it'll be like Drew Brees when Drew Brees won that set that passing record, and they gave him like a sheet of notebook paper with like the the passing yardage total on it. It Was just ridiculous on Monday Night Football. But uh, whatever. Congratulations, and now we move on. Next. Yeah, sorry to give you two LeBron today. That was a violation. Listen, that's all right. New guy thing. All right, multi billionaire. Elon Musk says he's supporting Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump for president. Do you care, Jonas? No, I don't care about this. I don't give Listen. a f- 
Anybody that listens to this show knows I stay away from politics. I have no idea what the hell is going on. It's too divisive. We're here to talk about sports. When everybody got wrapped up a couple of years ago, you never heard us talk about politics on this show. This was locker room talk. Doesn't make any sense. People who turn on sports talk radio, they want to hear about sports, not politics. If I'm looking for booze, I don't go in the cat litter aisle, do I? Too fast, too furious. So we're looking to make it three in a row, three in a row in Knox Locks. We will have the latest edition coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. It is a holiday weekend still. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until the end of the hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way Tire buying should be. So the big game of the day, as we've been updating you on, is the game in Columbus between Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan's got a 24-20 lead over the Buckeyes early on in the fourth quarter in this game. And it is not gone the way anybody thought it was going to go. Where you've got J.J. McCarthy, who's actually outthrowing C.J. Stroud, In this game, he's got three touchdown passes, and now Michigan's on a deep drive here. Blake Corm is basically a non-factor in this game. He's suited up. He had the knee brace on. He's ran the ball twice for six yards, and that was a long time ago. So he's he's there in spirit, but nowhere close to the guy who a lot of people thought was a Heisman Trophy, a legit Heisman Trophy candidate. And so now Michigan's got the football deep in Ohio State territory, and this is a this is a huge play for Michigan. I mean, you've got like, you got to re- remember what happened last year in Columbus. Everybody thought was a one off because it was Jim Harbaugh had never won a, he'd never beaten Ohio State at that point, and everybody thought, okay, this is the one year they got him. The defense, you know, the offensive line for Ohio State got manhandled. Michigan ran the football. They basically won the game in the trenches. Aiden Hutchinson, I think, had like 12 pressures or something crazy like that on C.J. Stroud. And Michigan ran the ball and dominated on the ground. They ran for over 300 yards or close to 300 yards in that game. And so everybody assumed, oh, it's a revenge. This is all about revenge. Just like they assumed a Nick Saban, when he sees Texas A&M, it's going to be revenge. And all of a sudden that game went down to the wire. And so now you've got this situation where Michigan's got an opportunity to tack on to the lead of 24-20 early in the fourth quarter. And they've got a third down in the red zone of Ohio State. It's a third and long. If Michigan goes up further here and they start to believe, now you've got a bunch of Ohio State fans who were looking for revenge themselves this year, thinking there was no way, no possible way, especially with Blake Horn banged up, that we're going to let this one get away from us. They've been hearing for a year from Michigan fans. They've been hearing for a long time from Michigan fans who didn't have anything to say for years and years and years. And so now they're looking for their opportunity to get a little bit of revenge, and now we've got a penalty in the end zone 
and it looks like it's going to be a pass interference on Ohio State, which is going to give Michigan a first down in the red zone. So this game has gone a lot differently than a lot of people thought. And Ohio State got out to a fast start. They went down the field. They scored. And you thought, all right, more healthy team, more complete team. This is going to be an Ohio State game through and through, and it is not panned out that way whatsoever. So uh, we will keep you updated again throughout the course of this game. Early fourth quarter, Michigan's got a first down in the red zone of Ohio State, and they are looking to tack on to a 24-20 lead at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, I do want to say this. Like, you watched UCLA-USC last year, or last week, rather, and that was a fun game. And it was high scoring and all that. And it was like, yeah, but there, there's just something missing. And it's not that they're not good teams. USC's got an opportunity to go to the playoff. So it's not like they're not good teams. UCLA's a ranked team. Chip Kelly's turned around that program. Like, th- those are good football teams. And that was a fun game, a really fun game to watch. But it did, f- there was just something missing. And you could feel it. It was palpable. The Rose Bowl was sold out. Everyone's like, oh, they can't draw a crowd there. Nobody wants to go to UCLA games. Okay, well, it was sold out. But there was still something missing. And that's something that was missing was the fact that it wasn't played in other parts of the country. I'm not trying to knock uh, Southern California. I'm born and raised in Southern California. But facts are facts. When you've seen college football in other parts of the country, it just feels different. Like, for example, South Carolina and Clemson are playing right now. Surprisingly, South Carolina's got a 31-30 lead at Clemson. Fourth quarter, under 10 minutes to go. Like, I can recall noticing a clear difference between going to a South Carolina-Clemson game and going to a USC game. Now, some would argue in the South that the real USC is the University of South Carolina. Now, some would argue that. And I might be one of those people that makes that point. But USC's always had a better team. But I can remember my first college game I ever attended. I went to a bunch of junior college games. But like first college football, Division I college football game I ever attended was USC-Washington. And then the next game I attended in college football was South Carolina Clemson. Not even close. Not even on the same level at all. And South Carolina Clemson doesn't get talked about as one of the great rivalry games in college football. Like you'll hear about the game, Michigan-Ohio State. You'll hear about the Iron Bowl, Alabama-Auburn, the Cyhawk Bowl. You'll hear Iowa-Iowa State. We talk about it. Like, like Clemson, South Carolina doesn't get a lot of the shine that a lot of those other rivalries get. And that's fair. But I can tell you, as somebody who had boots on the ground at one of those and college football in Southern California, I can tell you there's a reason why. It's not like SEC country or ACC country or Big Ten country. It's not like they're, they're speaking out of term when they say it's different here. Because it is. That's what's so fun about UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. I think there's going to be a lot of UCLA, USC fans who think they've been to real college football games who are going to go travel and go see those schools in the Big Ten and go, oh, yeah, we're not. uh, Yeah, this is different here. Like everything we've been hearing about is real. They care more. They do it different. Like, there's no, hey, let's go to the beach. That doesn't exist in some of these places. 
So they go to college football games. They tailgate for hours. They party afterwards. Saturdays are the big deal. Like that's the big deal in town. And I'm and I'm fascinated to see what kind of impact that has on recruiting and just those fan bases when they travel to go see some of these big time games when UCLA and USC enters into the Big Ten here in the next couple of years. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, by the way, quick update from the horseshoe. JJ McCarthy, a touchdown run for the Wolverines and number three Michigan has a 31-20 lead over number two Ohio State at the horseshoe under fourth quarter about 13 minutes left to go so uh, early on in the fourth quarter but about 13 minutes to go there and again uh, we'll have you updated on that throughout the course of the show if any other big events happen in that game all right right now uh, we're going to get to some Knox locks do want to quickly update everybody on last week's performance I mean again you know we're looking at another two in one week all right I'm a game under 500 not ideal not proud of it Okay, also wasn't proud of the fact that I had the Giants over the Lions last week. I thought the Giants minus three was stealing money. Unfortunately, I was dead wrong. Now the Giants have lost two in a row. That was an egregious pick on my end, so I want to apologize for anybody that actually followed me into that dark world, which was the Giants at home favorites against the Detroit Lions. But we did like the Raiders against the Broncos on the road in Denver. We did like that, won that in overtime. And also Cowboys at the Vikings, Everyone was wondering, why is Dallas a one and a half point favorite in this game? Why is Dallas favorite at Minnesota after Minnesota just beat Buffalo on the road? Well, you saw why. Bad matchup. Minnesota, they got the bad taste out of their mouth. They took care of the Patriots on Thanksgiving, but we go back to last Sunday. That's another win for Knox Locks. Two and one last week, 15, 16, and two overall. And with that being said, it's time. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Lock. Bears and Jets. I'm taking the Bears here. The New York Jets are a seven-point favorite at home. I will gladly take those seven points. Now, we're going to get further into the discussion about Zach Wilson and Mike White and Joe Flacco and Robert Sala and all that, but let's be honest here. It's not like the Jets are benching Zach Wilson and bringing back Peyton Manning or Tom Brady in their prime. There's a reason why Mike White's a backup quarterback. Okay, like so, so this idea that all of a sudden the Jets have found themselves. Now, they're a good football team. They've got a good defense. There's some questions, obviously, about Justin Fields' health. I'd like to know for sure whether or not he's going to play to feel even more comfortable with this pick. But I just don't buy into the Jets. All of a sudden, they've figured out that they've got something here, and they're going to roll out a, a new quarterback, and Zach Wilson's going to sit. I think there's a lot of drama on that team. There's a lot going on. I also don't like this many points. I love the defense. I don't like this many points, though. I'll take the Bears getting seven points on the road. By the way, one Eastern time kick on Fox. Broncos at Panthers. Right, I talked about it earlier in the show. This was the award for the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week in the NFL. And guess what? We're gambling, baby. I will take the Denver Broncos in this game. At some point, if you're the Denver Broncos, you got to look like some version of what anybody thought you were going to be before the year. 
Okay, at some point, you're a one-point favorite. All we're asking you to do is beat the Carolina Panthers. They're rolling out Sam Darnold one week, then it's P.J. Walker on one leg the next, then it's Baker Mayfield. It's a revolving door, a quarterback carousel in Carolina. At some point, the Denver Broncos got to show up, and they got to put something together on offense. The defense has been spectacular all year. The offense, not so much. I will bite the bullet here. I gave it an award last hour. It's the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week, and we're gambling on it. I like the Denver Broncos minus one. Rams at Chiefs. Can you believe how bad the L.A. Rams? Well, listen, if you've been watching the L.A. Rams, of course you can believe how bad they are. I mean, this is a brutal football team to watch. But the L.A. Rams are 15-point favorites on the road. They just won a Super Bowl. They're 15-point favorites on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, there's a willing participant in this. It's called the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think people are starting to realize when everybody panicked that Tyreek Hill was leaving and what's going to happen now, and we'll see Patrick Mahomes without his best, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Well, you're seeing what's happening. He's a generational talent. He's a superstar. And I will gladly take the combination, and I said it at the time, of Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes over Tua Tagovailoa and Tyreek Hill. And both, I like both combinations. I, I'm as big a Tua fan as anybody. I'm not part of Tua Non or whatever they call it. Okay, a big fan of Tua, but let's let's be honest here. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. He's proven it every single year of his NFL career. All that that guy knows is AFC title games and Super Bowls. That's it. That's all he knows. And so I'm looking at the Kansas City Chiefs 15-point favorites at home against the defending Super Bowl champions. You're not supposed to ever, ever lay that many points. Always take anybody getting that many points at kickoff, but I'm going the opposite direction. I like Kansas City in this game, minus the points. The Rams are all banged up. Their season is done. They know it. Give me KC at home. And that is your Week 12 edition of Knox Locks. I got to get above 500, man. It's got to happen. I think this is the week. I'm a game under right now. I think another two-and-one performance. I've done it two weeks in a row. That'll put me uh, above 500 for the first time in a long time, and then we're rolling. A lot of you haters out there doubting I was going to return it around and actually become some, somewhat of a decent gambler on these games this year. And for those of you that have been fading me, congratulations. You're plus money so far this year. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up, we have got ourselves some historically bad football. Historically bad football, but from a really good team. We'll tell you who they are. That's next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app as we bring it to you live here from the TireRack.com studios. Michigan, Ohio State at the Horseshoe. And a surprise probably to most anybody who was looking at this game with a banged up Blake Corum. Michigan's got a 31-20 lead over Ohio State. Nine and a half minutes to go in the game. They're now attempting a 57-yard field goal, and it is no good. So Ohio State's going to get good field position back. It was just wide left. Moody's been lights out for Michigan the past couple of weeks. And so wide left on a 57-yard try for Michigan. Ohio State's going to get good field position. So this could be a key moment in this game, but Ohio State's got to put something together because they are trailing 31-20. And uh, actually, that kick was short and left. So we'll go ahead and disregard what I just said. The kick was short and left, not even anywhere close. And so uh, so Michigan's still holding on to a 31-20 lead at Ohio State. Again, nine minutes and change left to go in that game at the Horseshoe. Um, all right, so we are going to, in about 10 minutes from now, talk about somebody in the NFL making somebody else look bad. All right, so somebody in the NFL is going to make somebody else look bad. It's taking center stage tomorrow in the National Football League, so we'll have that for you again 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. So this was part of my Knox Locks, and I wanted to spend a little bit more time on it because I wanted you to just really take in how bad the L.A. Rams are. They are an awful football team. So the Rams are at the Chiefs. We mentioned this a few minutes ago. 425 Eastern time kickoff on Fox coming up tomorrow. And the Rams are a 15 to 15 and a half point underdog, depending on where you shop around for it. And so you can obviously point to the Kansas City Chiefs rolling, firing on all cylinders. Patrick Mahomes looks like uh, possibly the MVP of the league again. Travis Kelsey making his case to be one of the great tight ends we've ever seen in this league. Like You can point to all of that stuff. But let's just go ahead and focus on the Rams. They are an atrocious football team. And in fact, they're going to be the first Super Bowl winner to not make the playoffs the very next season since the Denver Broncos back in 2016. I will say it right now. This is the worst Super Bowl hangover we've ever seen in the NFL. Normally that goes to the team that loses the Super Bowl, but you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals and Cincinnati to me is going to be one of the scariest wild card teams in the playoffs. I think they're making the playoffs. I think they will be a wild card, wild card team. I think Baltimore is going to win the division. I think Cincinnati gets in as a wild card, but Cincinnati is a dangerous wild card team because all of a sudden they got a bunch of experience. They've got a bunch of big game experience last year. You can argue they should have won that Super Bowl against the Rams. They were in it, make a couple of plays. Aaron Donald doesn't get loose like he did in the fourth quarter. And next thing you know, Cincinnati's the Super Bowl champion. But Cincinnati's going to get into the postseason as a wild card team, and there's going to be nobody that wants any part of them. The Rams, they're a borderline bye week now. They're awful. 
worst Super Bowl hangover we've ever seen. And here's the thing. We probably should have seen it coming. I'm not trying to do hindsight 2020 because I looked at my picks before the season, before the show started, just to make sure. And I had the Rams as a wild card team. Now, I also had Arizona winning the NFC West. Not a great look. Clearly, I misread that one. But the Rams, I thought, okay, they're going to be a playoff team because they're a Super Bowl champion. They're bringing everybody back. Matt Stafford got paid. Cooper Cup's back. Aaron Donald got paid. Jalen Ramsey's still there. I love the Allen Robinson signing. You lose OBJ. He's not healthy. You bring in Allen Robinson. That was a guy who had great years with Mitch Trubisky throwing to him. Anybody who knows the NFL knows Allen Robinson's one of the under-the-radar great wide receivers in the NFL. I love the signing. None of it worked. None of it. Sean Payton was talking about wanting to be get into broadcasting and walk away from coaching early, decides to come back. None of it worked. We got a glimpse of it week one against Buffalo, and we thought, okay, they raised the banner, they're celebrating it. We see this in the NBA all the time. Team wins a championship, they raise the banner on opening night, and all of a sudden they come out flat, there's an adrenaline dump, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We see it all the time. You chalk that one up on Monday, on Thursday night football to open the season against Buffalo, and you said, Buffalo's a great team. The Rams, you know, maybe a little bit of an adrenaline dump. And maybe that's why that game went the way it went. No, 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 no. That game went the way it went because the Rams are terrible. They're terrible. But we should have seen it coming. I mean, think about it like this. They celebrate a Super Bowl. They throw this Super Bowl parade. And there's like not a lot of people there. Like even, even the way the parade, like the parade route, the way it was designed, nobody could figure it out. Why are we celebrating a Super Bowl in front of the stadium that we used to play at? Why wouldn't you just go do it in front of SoFi? And then you got a bunch of local L.A. politicians speaking at the Rams championship parade. And they're wearing St. Louis Rams jerseys. I'm not making that up. You can go look. They're wearing St. Louis Rams jerseys. Like... That's a, that's a city the owner had to give back like $700 million to because he burned them so bad. And the politicians show up in St. Louis Rams jerseys. <laughs> like, like, you can't even, they couldn't even get a picture taken without somebody falling off the stage. It was a disaster. Sean McVay's vaping. Petros Papadakis gives him the greatest nickname of all time, Sean McVape. They're pounding tequila. You got, you, got, you got video of Matt Stafford jumping in his pool when he gets home because he's so bombed. Like, imagine that. Matt Stafford's so hammered, he's got to jump in his swimming pool in February when he gets home just to sober up. What are you, Ike Clanton off Tombstone? Oh. <sighs> You gotta, you know, dunk your head in water so you can uh, meet up with Wyatt Earp. Like what? What? The whole thing was a mess. We should have seen it coming, all of us. I'm included. I should have seen it happening. They were doomed from the start. You rolled that out to celebrate a Super Bowl, and you expected to come back even stronger than ever. I'm almost positive. I don't know. I don't know this off the top of my head, but it happens at every parade. I'll bet you somebody said something along the lines of "We're going to run it back" or "Repeat champs." I guarantee you, you could find that somewhere. Repeat champs, my ass. 
You can't even get somebody to take a Polaroid without doing a swan dive off the stage. What are we talking about here? Jesus. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right. So coming up next, we are going to look at a situation in the NFL in which one player is making another player look really, really bad. It's yours right here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, this band has an update oh. on the game of the hour in Columbus. It's the one and only Brian Fenley. Jonas Knox, I don't know how I can repay you for the wonderful lead in and yes it is the big game it's number three Michigan leading 31 to 23 against number two Ohio State the Buckeyes just made a 27 yard field goal they had a third and four where they had a touchdown pass from CJ Stroud broken up in the end zone so they settled for three they're 723 left in this game which certainly has a lot on the line when you think about the college football playoff and that coming in the next few weeks as far as number one Georgia seemingly solidifying their spot in in the final four and after some early struggles against Georgia Tech it has been all Bulldogs 37 to 14 now inside two minutes to go in that ball game South Carolina got a 35 yard field goal from Mitch Jeter that's the only scoring in the fourth quarter here and the Gamecocks Shane Beamer's Gamecocks 7-4 on the year leading number eight Clemson 31 to 30 234 left in the fourth quarter and so an upset potentially brewing there. Meantime, we did have some nuggets involving coaches and, and where they're headed or where they're not headed. And according to ESPN, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin is going to be signing that extension with the Rebels. And that's going to bump up his annual pay to about $9 million, which is going to put him amongst the top five most lucrative paid coaches in the SEC right now. Don't forget that coming up in just a matter of minutes now, a humongous game in the Pac-12, number 21 Oregon State taking on number 9 Oregon. And earlier in the day, Corvallis, where they're hosting this game, the, the power went out and they have restored power at Research Stadium where they're playing. But you feel like maybe that was a Duck fan trying to mess things up there. Or maybe it wasn't. Uh, you know, Jonas, you never hey, know. The, remember, the, do, do they still call that Civil War? Or is that not allowed? I, I guess that's not allowed. They, oh, okay. Yeah. But these, that used, yeah. Well, I remember like previewing that game back in the day. They would always play uh, Guns N' Roses Civil War. Mm. Like uh, anybody that's ever heard that song by Guns N' Roses. Sam probably hasn't heard it because he's you know too busy playing uh, awful music from Iowa or something like that. But uh, you know, some, good, some, good guitar solos in Civil War. Yeah, some some ska band from Cedar Rapids. He's got a pipe through the airwaves here yeah, for some reason. That's it. But. The, the, the point being, so they, they used to call that Civil War, so they don't call that anymore, I'm assuming. They don't, That's, but there are a lot yeah. of purists and traditionalists that will still say that on, on social media. But if you follow the, the media peeps and anybody that's in the television broadcast, they're not going to mention it for I mean, for the history of, of what that means in our Tell country. me about it. I can't watch the movie Major League. It makes me sick to see those jerseys in the movie Major League. It's gross. <laughs> jo- Jonas, should we go through all the uh, the band rivalry game names? Ooh. Uh, let's go. Uh, Red River Shootout. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party. By the way, can I Civil tell you? Civil War. Uh, yeah. So Red River Shootout, that's also the Red River rivalry, correct? Well, now it's called that, but it used, it used okay. to be called the Red River Shootout. Mm. Okay, I have a theory on that. You want to know why they call it the Red River Shootout? Go ahead. Because nobody could say Red River Rivalry it's pretty fast tough. enough. Yeah, and it's a tongue the, twister. And here's how I know that, because I tried to do that when I was uh, working in Charleston. They would have me preview uh, some of the rivalry games, and I couldn't get that one in. I could I could not, for the life of me, say Red River Rivalry. 
I couldn't yeah, do it. I, I could do it once, but I couldn't do it more than once. By the way, we have ourselves a touchdown. Uh, we have ourselves. Is that Donovan Edwards on the long touchdown run? That I is. Be- that is. I Edwards, believe it yes. was. Yeah, I, I believe it's uh, Donovan Edwards on a long touchdown run for Michigan. We'll give you the details on that. But Michigan is now ah! up thirty-seven twenty-three over Ohio State. So we're looking at uh, that's a sixty-five yard touchdown run for Donovan Edwards at the horseshoe. Wow, this is a route now. This is this has become a route. This is shocking. And oh. so e- extra point pending. With 7-11 left to go in the game, they're at, at Columbus. And it is good, 38-23. Finley, yes. but you, you cover college football. Did anybody see this happening anywhere? Nobody saw this happening. And you know how boisterous and haughty those Ohio State fans can be. It, it, there was no doubt in their minds. And they look at the, the long-term success of recent times that they've had against Michigan. And it, it's – I don't know, Jonas. I feel more enjoyment from seeing some – get a little bit of humility thrown their way, you know, with with how boastful those Ohio State fans can be sometimes. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, thank you. D- Dan Byer chiming in here. Wow, uh, Dan. Good, good to have Dan Byer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan, what else you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> that's not that funny. He's laughing at you, Finley. Can you believe that? That's like your, that's like one of your mentors in radio, and he's laughing at you. No, like thanks. That. I'm good. You oh, come on, Dan. blunt on this one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, now he's talking weed. Yeah. How about, how about well, Dan Byer with a left-handed cigarette? Oh, it is what it is. It is what I it guess. is. Hey, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Jonas. Argentina is on the board. Lionel Messi in the 64th minute has scored a goal. Jesus. So Argentina and Mexico. Yes. Group C play into the 76th minute. Now it's 1-0 Argentina. Back Great. to a man who wears cleats. Even yeah. though he's not playing soccer, Joe is not. They're called boots, Fenley. Uh, by the way, uh, and your jersey's called a kit. Boy, that's 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 good news for me. If Mexico loses, now I got to deal with a pissed off wife the rest of the day. I'm telling you, man. You boys like Mexico. Yeah! Mexico doesn't win that game. I'm gonna get home. She's gonna throw a crucifix at me. You don't know what it's like. It sprayed in the eyes with holy water. You got no idea. Mexico loses on penalty kicks. I get squirted in the eyes with holy water. Well, this guy's always on top. Thank you, Andy. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Andre the Giant and Andy Furman joining us here simultaneously. (laughs) Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we're going to have another edition of The Scraps here, and uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now on FSR, so make sure you stick around for that here from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, And by the way, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at Big Green egg.com that's biggreenegg.com lifetime warranty free home delivery biggreenegg.com um so let's just go ahead and uh, and discuss this here quickly because uh, no, nobody likes this feeling nobody likes it you ever stayed out late partying one night i mean like real late and then you got to do the walk of shame like the walk of shame's bad enough all right. Or sometimes like uh, you got to wake up at like, uh, you know, or you're still out till four o'clock or you got to wake up at like 6 a.m. and you're still in your same clothes. Like, you know, just like there's there's this window where it's no longer appropriate to be out from the night before anything past 3 a.m. 
it's a problem. But there's this window, this three, I'm going to say three to 7 a.m., this three to 7 a.m. window where if you're still getting back from the previous night, it's not going well for you. And here's what makes it worse. When you see somebody who's doing the exact opposite, it's a terrible feeling. Like, imagine that. It's like 3.45, 4 in the morning. You've been drinking all night. You smell terrible. You thought you could fix things because you went to the bathroom and that guy was standing there like squirting soap in your hands. He's got like a bunch of cheap cologne, some deodorant and like a Mentos. You pop a Mentos in, try and fix your breath, spray some of the cheap cologne on. It's like preferred stock or Stetson. Or something else you got from the 99 cent store. And you figure, well, that's going to fix everything. You throw some water in your hair and you decide, I'm going to make my way home now. You're cruising along. You already feel bad enough. And you look and there's some guy walking out of a gym. How bad do you feel? You feel like such a loser. What a, what a low life, degenerate, flunky, drunk Four in the morning, you've got preferred stock on and a Mentos in your mouth. And this guy's walking out of a gym with a nice sweat, just did shoulders. You can see the definition of his deltoids popping out, gym bag in hand. He's drinking a protein shake and he gives you a look like, have fun, buddy. You're Zach Wilson. And that guy's Justin Fields. How's that feel? Huh? Zach Wilson, same draft class, picked ahead of Justin Fields. Pissed off his team so much, they benched him, made him inactive. Robert Sala trying to sell you on, well, it had nothing to do with his postgame comments. Oh, no. Even Zach Wilson's dad called him up and said, what are you doing? Meanwhile, Justin Fields is apologizing to his defense because they didn't put together enough of an offensive performance to get him a win in Atlanta with torn ligaments in his shoulder. And guess what? Justin Fields is still pushing to play tomorrow at the Jets. You talk about the worst feeling in the world. Zach Wilson leaving the bar with cheap cologne on and a Mentos in his mouth and Justin Fields walking out of the gym right next door. And trust me, I've been both. I've been Zach Wilson in that scenario and I've been Justin Fields. There is nothing worse than being Zach Wilson. I can assure you. And that's what we get on display. Bears at Jets coming up tomorrow at 1 Eastern time. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And coming up next, we've got ourselves the scraps. And we've also got a major update from the game of the day in college football. It's yours right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Make sure you stick around. A little over 10 minutes from now, it'll be Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam. They'll be taking over the airwaves here on FSR. And they have got a lot to discuss 
Here is the situation around the world of college football. First of all, the South Carolina Gamecocks get it done, baby. South Carolina South Carolina gets it done in the Palmetto Bowl. They beat Clemson 31 to 30. That's a major upset there between those two schools. It's been a long time since South Carolina has won that rivalry game. And then the game itself Michigan has a 45-23 lead over Ohio State with a little over two minutes left to go in the game. And it has been one big play after another for the Michigan Wolverines. They went up early on in the second half. J.J. McCarthy with another touchdown pass. He had three touchdown passes over 45 yards or at least 45 yards With a 24-20 lead, they tacked on another touchdown. That was a short run from J.J. McCarthy. Ohio State went down with an opportunity to score. A missed opportunity. They settled for a field goal. And since then, Donovan Edwards has touchdown runs of 75 yards and 85 yards. And the Michigan Wolverines are looking to put on the finishing touches on a major upset. And you could say, look, while the point spread wouldn't say it's that big of an upset, there's not a lot of people who thought Michigan with Blake Horn banged up had any chance in this game. Not a lot of people thought they had any chance whatsoever. And C.J. Stroud has just been intercepted yet again. Michigan with the football and they are going to polish off Ohio State here up 22 with a minute 48 to go there at the horseshoe in Columbus good God this is a massive massive win for Jim Harbaugh by the way Jim Harbaugh, now I'm curious to see how this is going to go, the handshake afterwards, but Jim Harbaugh is actually kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, congratulations. I mean, there's still time left in the game, but if you could, you know, just kind of sum up what the mood is like there at the Horseshoe in Columbus, what would you say it is? You smell that? Smells like someone died. I mean, that's just unnecessary. I, I don't know why coach has got to go that direction. I mean, can't he be humble, be a little bit, have a little bit more class? <laughs> little sportsmanship would go a long way, coach. But this is a huge win for Michigan. And that'll make two in a row over Ohio State. So all that conversation, when I got buried, I was called the Jim Harbaugh washer because how many times I defended Jim Harbaugh and said, they're in the right direction, they're headed in the right direction, and here they are about to go 12-0, two straight wins in the game over Ohio State, and this one is a blowout, an absolute blowout. And now Ohio Ohio State's going to need a bunch of help to try and get into the college football playoff if, if, if it's even possible at this point. Had they lost close, I would get it. But this game has not been competitive whatsoever in the second half. All right, with that being said, uh, by the way, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. I will post that as well, too. Right now, though, it's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. All right, Ethan, what do we got? Let's put a bow on this bad boy. Here we go, here we go. Rapper Action Bronson told TMZ that he's ready for his wrestling career. He said, coming off the airplane, I'm an old man, bro. I'm an old man, but I still got some athleticism in me. Seven more years. If I play my car right, I'm telling you, I'll be playing. By the way, I haven't seen, I've seen a little bit of his wrestling He's actually not bad. I mean, he's not anywhere close to Logan Paul. Logan Paul, some people were calling the best three-match wrestler wrestler in the history 
of of professional wrestling because of how good he was in his debut and how good he's been since. But I've seen a little bit of action, Bronson. He's not bad. He's athletic. A lot of people look at him and go, well, you know, his physique. He's a, No, no, no. The guy's got some skills. So good. And listen, that's not a bad gig. You make a couple of appearances. I think Logan Paul was getting like a million dollars a match no. from WWE. They make good mistaken. money. I actually looked it up. I mean, most salaries, the, the, the lower end guys are making like 250 And I looked oh, up some yeah. highlights. This guy's body slamming people. He's, not, he's no joke. He's no joke. 100%. I mean, we'll see. And, and also, like a lot of those guys, I don't know if this would apply to Action Bronson, but a lot of those guys also get a chunk of their merchandise sales. So they get all that as well, too. But uh, no, good for him. Make yeah, a little bit of him. cash if he can on the side. All right. So we're going to go to Oklahoma. All right. An Oklahoma man killed his fishing partner over Bigfoot fears. His name is Larry Sanders, 53, murdered his friend Jimmy Knighton when he said Bigfoot was coming to get him and he had to sacrifice Mr. Knighton. Sanders killed Jimmy out on the river on his fishing boat. Now, where are we? I'm trying, listen, it's not funny. Like, what's going on? But, um, I would assume... That there's probably other ways to deny a murder. You know? Why Bigfoot? This is what I'd love to know. What didn't make the cut? Right? Since Bigfoot was the winner, like, what didn't make the cut? Loch Ness? Like, wouldn't Loch Ness make more sense? I mean, they're out on the river. You could say, oh, my God, I thought that was in Scotland. But here we are. And it's this giant lizard, which is actually some guy with, like, a hand puppet on. And he grabs this guy out of the boat. I just want to know, what what was on the cutting room floor that Bigfoot was the elite choice in this spot? Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.